One of the, uh, the greatest causes of failure that I have studied is not identifying the objective of success. In other words, people fail because they don't know what they wanted to succeed in. To aim at nothing, they say, is to hit everything. And most of the people on this planet, 5.7 billion of us, are basically running around the earth with a loaded life, aiming at nothing. To aim at everything is to hit nothing. And that's what is the cause of most of our frustration and our depression. We know we're busy, we know we're active, but we're not really focusing on anything specific. Let me give you an example. Suppose I come to you and say to you, let's meet. And you ask me, where? And I answer, anywhere. And you ask, when do you want to meet? And my answer, anytime. When do you think we'll meet? Where do you think we'll meet? And most of the human race are generally living that way. They have no appointment with life, no time to accomplish their destiny. You see, most of the human race are general contractors. They are constructing everything and building nothing. Most people in the world attempt to do everything and consequently accomplish nothing. I guarantee you that everybody in this room on a weekend, on a Friday evening, are probably tired. And the question is, what did you do that made you tired, that took you any closer to where you wanted to go? Some people are busy doing unimportant things. You see, mediocrity is a region bounded on the north by compromise, on the south by indecision, and on the east by past thinking, and on the west by a lack of vision. And most people live in that territory called mediocrity. As a matter of fact, most of the human race are suffering from the problem of being general. The problem with the human race is not the color of their skin, but the color of their lives. And I want you to make a note of this in your note. Most of us really don't have a problem with our pigmentation. As a matter of fact, whether you are black or white or brown or high yellow, or whether you are pink or red or whatever color you are, it really doesn't count as to whether you'll be a success or a failure. You see, your pigmentation is not the problem. The problem is the color of your lives, and that color is gray. There's another color that people live in. I call it beige. They never seem to have a black or white life. They never seem to have a, a precise way of living. They're always just there. Many claim that their gray lives is a result of their pursuit of balance in their lives. People say, well, I don't want to go too much on one side or the other side. I don't want to really go after anything because I may miss something. Well, what they call balance is really an excuse for not making a choice. Others are so indecisive that their only decision is not to decide. And that's how most people live. Balance is not the inclusion of everything and it's not the avoidance of anything. Balance is usually just an excuse people use for being lukewarm. 
People say, well, I don't want to really become too serious about anything because, uh, you know, I might miss what I really want to do. And they have that excuse for 45 years. And they end up being an average, mediocre person. Balance, however, you can get this definition down. Balance is the maintenance of equilibrium while moving toward a destination. I want to repeat that. Balance is the maintenance of equilibrium, keeping your equilibrium on your way to a destination. Take it as an example. You ever seen a big ships on the ocean? Big boats, uh, uh, even small boats, I guess. Uh, they have the same experience. They are always wanting to maintain their balance. But wouldn't it be depressing and frustrating and perhaps even a waste of precious time and fuel for a boat to spend its whole life just balancing on the ocean? Making sure it doesn't tip over. Just for 50 years, just balancing. For 90 years in the ocean, just balancing. You see, the problem is balance is a means to an end. We say we don't want to choose anything specific in life because we got to keep balance. Well, I say to you, that a boat keep balance on its way to its specific port. You gotta go somewhere while you are maintaining your balance. Life was never designed to be lived in the gray. I am so sorry that so many people in the world have really worked hard and accomplished nothing. Some of you are 65 years old. Perhaps you're watching this television program as well. And you are 70 years old. All you look back on is, is what have I done with my life? Uh, what have I made as a contribution to the human race? What have I really left for the next generation to know that I was here? There's no footprint in the sand of history that looks like mine. What a tragedy. As a matter of fact, the best some people do in life after working for 60 years for a company is a pen or a clock. But I submit to you that the nature of God is purpose. And the word purpose is the same word in the Greek for intent. Everybody say intent. God is a God of purpose. He's a God of intent. He's always going somewhere and always doing something. There's nothing in this wonderful book where God is entertaining. There's no entertainment in God. There's no page on the Bible where God appears just to let people see how good he looks. As a matter of fact, every appearance of God in history was because he wanted something done and he was doing it. You see, God doesn't just show up. God acts. Most of the humans on this planet are basically showing up. God hates gray. Say that with me. God hates gray. Write that down to yourself. God hates gray. God doesn't want anybody to be gray. <laughs> why? Because of his integrity. Now why do I answer it that way? Gray means it's neither yes nor no. It's maybe. And Jesus had some things to say about maybe, didn't he? If you have your Bible, turn with me to Matthew chapter 5. Jesus talks about gray living. And he was very emphatic about how he felt about it. And Jesus said he doesn't like people who can decide to decide. 
And most of the people in the world are basically living in this beige area of life. They're never quite on one thing all in their heart. Matthew chapter 5 verse 37 Jesus said let your nay be nay and your yea be yea any more than this is what is what evil Jesus says it's evil to be in gray either you're going or coming you're either up or down you're either doing something or ain't doing nothing either you are heading in a direction or you are heading in another direction you can't just suspend your life and I want to say to you tonight that there are millions of people who are still not sure who they are what they are about what they're doing and they are spending money wearing clothes and eating food sometimes I would say to God quietly oh God take that one home I would say it I say God that one is a waste of time I mean this person has no intent of doing anything with their lives what a depressing reality and God has invested so much in you that God hates to see you suspended everybody say this get out of the air say put your foot on the ground Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 is another aspect of God's hating the gray God told the people in Deuteronomy 30 verse 19 he says I have set before you life and death blessing and cursing then he says choose today in other words, stop putting off and procrastinating and, 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 and hoping you get there. He said, decide whether you're going to get a curse or a blessing. Decide whether you're going to kill yourself or live. You know, some folks, I just see why God gets real upset, you know, because people, they drift in and out of holiness. Either be unholy or be holy. Be holy, holy. Or holy, unholy. Be something. Decide what you're going to do with your life. Some people flirt with God. They wink with God. They hang out with God sometime when they get in trouble. Jesus has something to say about that in Revelation chapter 3, verse 15. You want to hear it again? The spirit of the hatred for gray. Jesus said in Revelation 3:15, I would that you would be cold or hot. Why? Because if you are lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. Jesus says, decide what you want to do, please. In other words, there's the nature of God coming out in these expressions. He's saying, are you going to act decisively or are you going to drift and procrastinate? James chapter 1 verse 17. I want you to read this one. I like this. It tells you the real power of the character of God concerning gray. James chapter 1 verse 17 says every good and perfect gift comes down from above from the father of lights with whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning very important statement about God James chapter 1 verse 17 I'll read it again it says every good and perfect gift everybody say perfect gift everybody say good oh this is gonna really be good for you right now listen to this it says God is a God who gives gifts and when he gives a gift he doesn't vary about the gift when he gave you something he don't want to see anything else hmm. whatever God invested in you he want to see that 
He's a good God who gives good gifts to all men, and he doesn't vary, nor does he turn or change in his expectation. God expects to see what he gave you. He's a gift giver. You know, words that describe God's nature and character further attest to his commitment to objectivity or living either in the white or the black. Words like faithfulness. Everybody say faithfulness. Why does the word faithfulness always relate to God? It means God's going somewhere, ain't no one gonna stop it. That's what faithfulness means. Faithfulness means I'm on my way and ain't nothing gonna stop me. I'm faithful to what I decided to have. I'm faithful for what I decided to accomplish. I am faithful to what I decided to do. And most humans have not captured this character of God. How many of you changed jobs five times in the last three years? How many of you keep on changing your, your uh, decisions for what you're going to study in your major? I mean, people have no sense of focus. They keep drifting. Can I suggest to you that God hates variableness? Always varying life. Always, always doing something for some time and then doing something else. I tell you, this is going to be a good revelation tonight. Because God is going to say to you, be like me. Another word that's like God is the word perseverance. Write the word down, perseverance. Everybody say perseverance. Perseverance implies that I'm on my way somewhere, but I have some temporary resistance and I'm still moving toward my goal. Perseverance implies God's objectivity because it means that it's an attitude of I won't quit. You know, most people change because of an experience that was negative. But an objective-oriented person is a person who knows that any resistance to their objectivity or their goal is always temporary if that goal is from God. I suggest to you then that if you keep changing because of pressure and because of problems, you will never really live the kind of life God expected you to live. Another word that describes God's character is the word courageous. Everybody say courageous. Say it again, courageous. You know, courage is the ability to stand up in the face of fear. As a matter of fact, it's impossible to be courageous without fear. Fear is necessary to have courage. And if you've been afraid in your life many times, that's good. Matter of fact, if you don't have any fear, you're not really living in faith. Strange statement, isn't it? Faith produces fear. Why? Because faith always demands that you do something that you know you can't do. And the fear is positive. The fear gives birth to courage. If you're afraid to do it because it's so big, then God says, let your courage come to life. Courage means I'm afraid, but I'm still moving. Say it with me. I'm afraid, but I'm still moving. Come on, say it again. I'm afraid, but I'm still moving. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Big up, as always, I definitely appreciate you joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, with a standing foundation of self-discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, that just simply means it. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the motto, the slogan, what we at Impact Secret Podcast live by here. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game. 
and play. quote that I enjoy listening to or I keep repeating every time I get a chance to get on this mic by Bob Marley you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have let's get to it family one question and two thought provoking statements first question what footprints are you leaving behind for the next generation again what footprints are you leaving behind for the next generation that was inspired by Miles Monroe. The second thing, or I should say the first uh, <laughs> thought-provoking statement, to aim at nothing is to hit everything. Ooh, I love that. To aim at nothing is to hit everything. And the second and last, not going after anything. Not going after anything. Today's episode is entitled Failure Through In." decisions with a subtitle being being lukewarm again failure through indecision being lukewarm you know um i I was hesitant to put that that clip on first of all it was it was longer than the majority of the clips that we normally listen to family but what arrested my attention about the clip is the facts and the truths of what I've experienced personally and probably with you, with you've experienced or you are going through. And I said, it spoke so much, it spoke so loudly to me that I thought it made sense to bring it to the show. The, the audio clip, by the way, if you're, you're, you're wondering who that is, that is Dr. Miles Monroe. And what I love about it is the fact that he challenges you to, Make a decision. A lot of times, family, we get caught up in indecision because we see the results of something that we want to be. I'll give you a clear example. If you say, you know what? uh, Well, for me, I'll use myself as an example to want to get into this realm of being a a motivational speaker. And I just don't want to be called like a motivational speaker. I want to be able to be a speaker in which that. That's why, you know, in the intro, I talk about always refer through, you know, yeah, I want to inspire and motivate, but I want to be able to create a foundation of self-discipline because when the inspiration and the motivation wears off, the self-discipline has to kick in. Your routines have to kick in. Your habits have to kick in because if they don't kick in the excitement or that dopamine, that rush that you get from being excited and motivated will wear off. And a lot of times that's what happens when you you go after something you're interested in, like you get so excited. That's why these courses do so well. And they get people, you know, all the time. I've been I've been guilty of it multiple times until, you know, recently I've, I've identified that the reason why I purchase a course with the intentions of helping me trans you know, get, get further along, but yet I'm disappointed because it's not that it's not that the content is great. It's that, is that, that some people do not take the time to become a, to, to actually teach. It's trying to rush something out at you to get you to purchase in which doesn't provide value. And a lot of times people just don't even finish the course because 
uh, something else comes along. I was on a on a recent. How can I say that? I was on a, a recent webinar and these webinars, I, I always ask myself, I said, why do I keep jumping on these webinars? Because I'm always excited to to learn how people sell a dream, if that makes any sense. And I was on this webinar and what was so funny was how things, how, how everything was being set up and I'm watching it and I'm like, man, I said, it hurts because of the fact that there are people out here really want to win. I know when I was buying all these different courses, like I really truly want, you know, know, of course still do, but I, I, I had a desire to win and I wanted, I was looking for a shortcut, not in a shortcut of a way of not wanting to do the work, but a shortcut uh, understanding what are the mechanics, what are the things that you've already done wrong so I don't go down that path and waste a lot of time going down that path. So you have an expectation when you start taking this course. And and reason why people give up on the courses is because the fact that it doesn't, it doesn't, happen right away. See, if 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 people were more transparent and said, "Listen, this is sort of like if you were going to college and saying or or you're going to college or you or you're just starting a a a job and you're working your way up to the top that there's going to be various levels and here's the first level. You're not going to be a multimillionaire in 1 month or 6 months unless Again, there's variables there, so there's an opportunity for you to be there. But what tends to happen is is that a lot a lot of times you don't want to fully commit because of what can happen, what can go wrong if you make a commitment to making that decision of I'm going to do this. When I finally made the commitment of doing this show and I did have concerns. I was like, well, what if, you know, what am I, how am I going to find content? You know, and I remember I started, I I started uh, purchasing, um, I purchased like, uh, it's called, uh, what is this thing called? Um, a CEO or SEO CEO SEO uh, thing and where I would go and, and see what people were searching for. What were people looking for? And I had to, I, I finally, I finally stopped. I stopped doing that maybe, you know, after a couple of episodes or more. And I was like, well, it's probably about 10 or 20 episodes. I don't know how many I did as far as trying to use that and seeing what people were searching for, because I realized that, I am the people I am. I am that person that was looking for answers and searching for ways to not just get me excited, but finding tangible ways to live my best life. And I'm still in the process of of working on living my best life and everyone's best life is going to be different. And that's why I always I. And another reason, family, you know, when you step into this wanting, you know, step into whatever you want to do, there's the dogma of 
you're supposed to do it this way or it's supposed to be this way. And and I didn't want to. That's one of the things I didn't want to be. That's why I didn't never want to be a, a, a motivational speaker because of the fact of that. I didn't want to be I didn't want I wanted to do it my way because some the some of the speakers that that reached me truly, they did it their way. And that was what interested me. They, they didn't sound like everyone else or they weren't, you know, they weren't dressing like everyone else. They had their own approach. And that's what I want. It reminds me when Michael Jordan came into the game and everyone back then were wearing those short little, you know, short uh, shorts. And Michael Jordan wanted the, you know, the long shorts, the black socks with the, you know, the Jordans. And then when he was in a dunk contest, had the gold chain, he was different. And people nowadays would rather blend in than stand out. I'll slow that down and remix it. I'll say people would rather be confined in a box than stand outside the box and look inside. What that is saying is family is, is that if we keep focusing on the what ifs, what if, what if you pour all of this money pour all of these emotions, pour all of this time into something that you wanted out of life and it doesn't happen for you, then what? Well, family, I can testify for you if you don't mind. And see, that's one thing too about testifying, meaning it was a test that I had to go through. See, this is this is constantly going on. I don't care how far you get, you can be extremely successful and you're going to be tested to continue to push forward, to continue to keep believing that it's possible to go after your dream. And so for me, I know when I first, I didn't know what I wanted to do in my career when I first got started. And the thing about it is, is that that's why I, you know, I continue to, I don't want to use the word preach, but I continue to encourage you family to, to test different things out. There is nothing wrong with testing things out to see what sparks your interest. Cause you don't know. And for me, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was taking different roles and I was like, uh, uh, this is not a fit for me. And then when I found project management, I loved it because of the fact of it matter of it is, is because it was always something new. So I had to continuously learn. And it, it and for somebody that loves to continuously take information and apply it and, you know, and learn, then th I was like, this is it for me. And I stuck with it. And I'm still with it. And I'm still constantly learning. But one of the things I wanted to do was I wanted to go into speaking. I wanted to go into to helping people. I wanted to to be on a, the servitude of of life. And I knew in order to but I didn't want to be uh, I didn't want to be, like I said, boxed in where, you know, you'll have some people that are so holier than thou. And then, you know, and, and like I'm walking on water. I don't want to be that guy because I'm I'm not that guy. I'm far from that guy. And you never want to be somebody you, you never want someone to put you in a box in which it doesn't allow for you to make for you to make missteps or mistakes. And so it, it took courage. I, I had to have faith to, in order to do this, uh, even though I enjoy you know, having conversations. I enjoy being able to take what I've learned and just talk about it and expanding on it. And that's why, you know, a lot of people that get into 
uh, that do that's into uh, entrepreneurship or even building a side business, they quit because it's not because of the 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 actual results. It's just the frustration of getting it started up or the twist and turns that you may go through. I remember when I was uh, <laughs> I have a, a, a eBay store. And I, the weirdest thing happened to me. So I uh, so, sold this this person this this actual this item, and the item was brand new. Uh, just had got it from the uh, manufacturer, and they were like, "Well, they said, well, this this has a a chemical smell or some type of smell," and I'm like, it that's weird. I was like, I didn't smell that. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm dead. I was like, well, send the item back. Well, no, I don't want to. Once you send me another one, I said, that doesn't make sense. I said, if you want your money back or whatever, just send me the item. And so they wrote a negative review and I had to go and fight the negative review and all these things. But the point I'm trying to drive home to you family is, is that a lot of times you can want to give up and quit because of the fact of, of, of experiencing that pain. I, I get it. That's why I love when Eric talk Thomas talks about when you say, you know, when you experience pain and go through it, make sure you get something for that pain. And that is something I am still in the progress of of learning how to do properly is getting something for that pain of going through what I had to go through and being and, and being taking an approach of being having the courage to to pursue it and and to keep going after the things that I enjoy doing and, and, and hoping and knowing that, hey, OK, if this doesn't work out, all right, no problem. Let me go to the next thing that that aligns with what my goals are. Um, and and some and a lot of times, family, your goals are going to shift and change because when you start really getting into personal development and health and all these different things, your goals are going to shift and change pending on where you're actually at in your journey. Um, and, and, and don't be, and don't beat yourself up about that. I remember I would beat myself up and be like, Oh, I have to stick with this because this is what I started with. So, but no, that is not the case. What you have to do is find something that no matter what, that you can continue to keep getting up and doing, no matter what, that you can keep pushing through when when it's challenging, when it's when it, you just don't feel like it. I don't know how many times I've shared this with you, family, when I've had moments on this mic where it's not that I'm appreciative, it's not that I'm not appreciative of having the opportunity to do this. But there's times where it's just like, man, I just don't feel like it. I just don't even feel like doing this. Because the 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 requirement the 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 expectation I have for myself and what is going to require to be able to do this, I was like, it's, it's just too much. And pretty soon for, you know, this is this is season one that we're in. And when we transition to season two. I'm putting more pressure on myself because I'm like, now we have to step it up and create the visual effect being and going live and, and doing all these things. And I'll be honest with you, family. I really don't want to do it. I don't want to do it because I know that 
is going to require more of me. And the more the, the, the more that it requires on me, the deeper I'm going to get involved in this, which I'm excited and I'm and I'm nervous. I'm excited because I'm like, oh, I'm going to be able to, you know, uh, create an amazing YouTube channel, create amazing content. But yet and still it's like. I'm the more I'm learning about YouTube, the like. I used to think like for YouTube, oh, I could just post a video on there and make no, nobody will watch it. <laughs> so you have to, you, I, I had to go and, and pay to go and learn YouTube. I, you know, not just being able to create some content and upload it. No, there's things that are required. Like you have to understand SEO. You have to understand, Hey, what, what is hot now to arrest someone's attention to get them into, uh, your honeypot, I'll say. And once they're in there to get the message, then they're like, Oh, you can, you then you can tell them the rest of the information that you want to bring to their attention to help grow, uh, to help grow them. So, in life, a reason why a lot of people just aim at everything and hitting, you know, and, and not really hitting really much is because of the fact of they're trying to do everything. And I was I was I tell you, family, I was so guilty of that. I had about 13 things going on and I was stretched extremely thin. And now I've narrowed it down to, you know, maybe two or three things like currently I am looking into the uh, I started the resale um, shoe thing and. Uh, business. And, you know, I've always been in, in, in resale, but what I'm looking to do is I want to document my journey uh, and, and turn that into an opportunity for someone to be able to say, oh, wow. Because a lot of times you don't really get the, the I feel like you don't get the truth of when people are saying they're making you know, hundreds of thousands in a month or millions, they don't, t they don't show you the struggle until, uh, until, you know, the struggle, they show you the, the, the great opportunities and how it's just a success. Like they just went to a store and picked out these sneakers and oh, boom, it was a winner. And it's the same thing with this, this show is like, when I, when I go back and I listen to some of the older episodes and, and everything, I'm like, wow, that was me. You know, that, oh, that's horrible, but I have to get all these bad episodes out of me so I can develop great content for you family in a way that it makes you want to say, I really want to invest in this guy has given me 200 plus. And like I said, we're almost going to crack the 250 mark, um, episodes and I haven't asked for anything in return except to, uh, follow me on Instagram or, or, or to subscribe to the show. But other than that, I haven't asked for any, any, anything financial. I, because right at the current moment, when I was, when I was building this show up, I wanted to offer so much value, um, that you couldn't say, well, man, you know, where's the free stuff or where's, you know, where's that at? Because the paid stuff for me, I'm going to have to take, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to have to take the time to, pour in more. And I'm, I'm even nervous there because I'm like, I don't want to charge crazy prices. I want to be able to 
have something that is affordable, but yet effective because my whole goal, I like what TD Jake said when, when he said, I was, I'm not, he would say when I, he went into preaching, I wasn't looking, he wasn't looking to be famous. He was looking to be effective. And for me, I am looking to be effective. And that's why I, you know, I'm investing in learning different speaking techniques. I'm learning how, you know, and and the only way to do that is to get on this mic because you can learn as much as you want to, but if you can't take the time to, or I should say, if you don't apply it, it doesn't mean anything. And that's why I love that question about what footprints are you leaving behind for the next generation? You have to be willing to give value for the next generation. So each, and I hate using the words or the, 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 the cliche, the cliche uh, words of saying, well, you, you want to make it easier for them. No, that's not really what you want to do. What you want to do is be able to show them uh, a way to go and some of the obstacles to avoid because you've already went through it. So now they're going to have a new set of obstacles. Um, and because of that, they have to understand that, th- you know, how you went through these set of obstacles to see if what how you went through that. Can they apply it? If not, okay, well maybe we, we can just take pieces of that and customize it to what makes sense. See, this whole thing is family. You just have to make a decision, making a decision of what you want to do in life and going to do it. And if it doesn't go the way that you want, great. Now you know that that thing is not going to work. What's next? So when we, when I remember when I would play pickup ball um, a lot and <laughs> this may sound extremely arrogant, but it's coming from a good place. I would be on the court and I would say we would, you know, we would have, you know, two or three points away from game point. And I'll say, I want to know who's next. You know, y'all might as well get up in line and get next. And by that time, the game would be over and the next, the next team. And we never really, and I wouldn't have, you wouldn't have much break because of the, the next team was ready to, to play you. They had a lot of energy because they were just like, oh, how 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 does he think he's going to be able to beat us? He never see, seen us play. And the point I'm trying to drive home to you, family, is saying that it's the belief and the courage of saying, I believe in the team that I'm playing with. I believe in my skill set. We just need to go out here and, and play play hard. There is no gray area. Is either we're going to win or lose. And if we lose, we're going to we're going to take those lessons that we that that we learn from in that game. And that's what you have to do. Family is, is that when you make a decision, take the lessons learned from that situation and then say, OK, I'll tweak tweak this here and I'll tweak that there to be better. So in closing family, I'm not going to keep you too long because I did have a long opening video or excuse me, audio for you. But I want you to understand that when you have an intentions, stick with the intentions until, and I can't tell you when to pivot. I can't tell you when it's time to make that leap or jump. Only you have to know. And the only way you know is I'm going to go back to my mama's old saying is when you become sick and tired of being sick and tired. So if you are in a situation in a space that you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, you know, action is required. And with action being required, you have to go ahead and make the proper moves. Now, don't get don't get don't get it twisted about being sick and tired of being sick and tired when you're in 
a storm because there may be an opportunity for you to learn. But you have to be able to be willing to learn the difference. And again, that goes back to you. Only you can make that judgment and say, you know what? I've done everything I can possibly do here and more. I've committed. I made all the required sacrifices. Is it time for me to take this information and, and, and move in a different direction or do I continue to stay? So I'll say that to you, family. I'll leave you with those thoughts. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I do appreciate you rocking with me as usual. This has been your boy ED. Until next time. Peace.